0: Hey guys and gals, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. And as I am recording this podcast, it smells downright lovely in my home office area here. That's because I am diffusing. Do you diffuse, bro? What I'm talking about is I got this very cool Bitcoin and essential oils diffuser. And this is a thing that I actually got on my birthday. I don't know if the intention was for it to be a birthday gift, but appropriately, it arrived on May 10th. It was just the cherry on top of a nice birthday. So... I'm going to be doing some research, some looking into the essential oils now that I got this cool piece of biohacking tech is what I call this sort of thing. And I will share with you in this podcast an essential oils guide that I did not write myself. It was actually put together for me, for LimitlessMindset.com, exclusively by ConsumersAdvocate.org, a consumer review website focused on consumer education. And they had reached out to me, and I was like, okay, whoa, what is the product that you guys have to sell? Do you guys sell essential oils? Is that why you are sending me this nice article? And I looked all around their website and I didn't see any essential oils for sale. They just uh, they just put together these articles and then uh, syndicate them around on the internet just trying to inform the consumers out there as their URL consumersadvocate.org suggests. So that's cool. I'll share it with you. And then everything that I mentioned here, you'll find linked on the page over there on LimitlessMindset.com, below wherever you are listening to this. Let's dive in. Essential oils has, have been around since ancient times, but it's only recently that there's been a lot of hype around these products. The practice of aromatherapy has certainly done a lot to popularize the use of essential oils for health and wellness. But it's been social media marketing strategies that have propelled essential oils into the limelight. While essential oils do have relaxing and even healing properties, they are meant to be used following specific guidelines to ensure the safety of the aromatherapy practitioner. After all, these are volatile chemical compounds that can be absorbed quickly into the bloodstream and interact with prescription medications. I should also mention that there have been a lot of claims around the purported uses of essential oils, on social media, many of which are misleading. Essential oils can't cure autism or cancer. They shouldn't be ingested unless otherwise recommended by a physician, and they can be extremely toxic to children and pets if used incorrectly. ConsumerAdvocate.org, a consumer review website focused on consumer education, recently published Best Essential Oils Review, addressing different safety concerns and little-known aspects of the essential oil industry. So here are their findings. Number one, essential oils are photosensitive. Again, essential oils are volatile chemical compounds, and some can react to light. They are photosensitive. Citrus oils, for example, can cause severe burns if used topically before sun exposure. That's good to know. One example mentioned in the Best Essential Oils review talks about a new mother who applied lemon oil to her C-section scar before going to the beach. Oh no, and she got second degree burns on her abdomen. Experts recommend that essential oil users dilute all oils in a carrier oil base before applying them directly on the skin. When using citrus oils, however, it's best to only diffuse them into the air, as burns can occur even hours after the oil was applied to the skin. So, yeah, I am not a big fan of applying. Really, a whole lot of anything to my skin. Your skin has a microbiome. Your skin has its own uh, biome of gut bacteria that live there in a synergistic relationship with you. And this is why I don't recommend, for example, applying like a lot of coconut oil to your skin because it does have a temporary uh, moisturizing effect on the skin but that but it also has that antifungal that antibacterial effect on the skin and what that can do is that can massacre all of the good guy bacteria there on your skin that aren't normally exposed to something like coconut oil And then you're kind of like opening up a territory that some not-so-good bacteria might move in and claim as their own territory on your your body, right? So, yeah, essential oils are the same thing. I haven't ever seen any good reason to put those on your skin. Okay. Second, children should avoid lavender essential oil. Okay. Okay. There isn't a lot of evidence surrounding the use of essential oils on children. While diffusing lavender and mandarin oils into the air can help soothe children and may even help with ADHD symptoms, one study concluded that lavender oil used in shampoo caused prepubescent children to develop breasts. That's right. Breasts on prepubescent. My God. I don't even want to visualize that. My God. What is this world coming to? So uh, this is another reason why I I am anti-poo, which is to say anti-shampoo. Just say no to the poo, everyone. Okay. While further research is needed, it's best to avoid the topical use of essential oils On children under the age of 13. In addition, about 80% of cases of poisoning due to essential oil ingestion have been children. So it's best to keep these potent chemicals away from the reach of children. Okay, good to know. Pregnant women should steer clear of wintergreen essential Oil. While many essential oils are generally safe to use during pregnancy, certain oils like wintergreen can be extremely toxic to children and adults, especially pregnant women. Undiluted wintergreen can be more potent than aspirin. Wow. So special precaution is needed when using this oil on the skin. Expectant Mothers should avoid birch, camphor, basil, aniseed, hyssop, mugwort, which is, I think, a place in those books that my wife really likes, parsley seed, parsley leaf, sage, pennyroyal, tansy, thuja, tarragon, and wormwood essential oils during their first trimester. Number five. This is important. Diffusing essential oils indoor can harm pets. While the best way to use essential oils is to diffuse them, be careful not to do this in an unventilated area. Pets are especially susceptible to smells, and organizations like the ASPCA agree that most essential oils can be harmful to pets especially if ingested or used directly on the skin. If you do want to diffuse essential oils at home, make sure you do so in a well-ventilated area away from your pets. But what if you do want to use essential oils on your skin? Well, there is a way to do it safely, but it involves reading and making sure you're using the correct dilution rate for the oil of your choice for more information on proper dilution rates visit the tesserand institute to learn more about the dilution rates by oil type lastly consider the environmental effect of using essential oils indiscriminately for example earth island journal claims that one pound of essential oils Essential oil requires incredibly large quantities of plant material, like 1,500 lemons or 2,500 pounds, not not 2,500, 250 pounds of lavender. While many companies claim to source these oils in, in an environmentally responsible and sustainable way, Some get their products from impoverished nations and growers who have little regard for endangered plant species. And you know what? I am going to go and tell Earth Island Journal to go and shove it because I'm a capitalist if this stuff was having an environmentally detrimental effect, if it was hurting some community somewhere, then the price of the products would be adjusted to account for that, and essential oils remain very affordable, and so I am happy to be consuming these products that are creating jobs, creating decent jobs and places around the world where they probably need jobs, where people are able to go out there and work out in the sun, get their hands in the dirt to make all these nice essential oils that I enjoy sorry not sorry earth island journal and the guide here concludes before buying essential oils do some reading learn about the company you're buying from and above all read the safety precautions on the label before using these chemical compounds on your skin your children or your pets so I look forward to doing some more research on essential oils because it is such a pleasant biohack. It just makes it just makes everything smell really nice. And don't don't we all need a bit more bit more pleasant smells going on in our lives? What I will also do is I'm going to check out this second article here. Best essential oil brands based on in-depth reviews. And this was the article on consumeradvocate.org. I will actually link to this so you can double-check everything. Quote, we had an independent lab test the purity of 33 oil samples from well-known names in the essential oil industry to see what was really inside each bottle. And then they updated this on May 11th, May 11th, as in just a few days ago. And apparently, this involves 600 hours of research, 42 sources used, 11 companies vetted, 21 features reviewed options, and they arrived at 11 top picks. And here's the takeaways, what you need to know. Sustainable sourcing is indicative of ethical business practices. Read quality reports and safety precautions before using EOs. That's the acronym for essential oils, I assume. Watch out for misleading marketing terms that can downplay the risks. And healthcare practitioners don't recommend ingesting essential oils. Moving forward, how we analyze the best essential oil brands. Quality and testing. We learned that quality and testing go hand in hand and that adulterations are a common practice in the essential oil industry. So we decided to test three oils from each of our 11 brands by sending unlabeled samples to the Aromatic Plant Research Center in Utah to test them for any adulteration. And I think... Utah is one of those places where adulteration is, is they, they've made it illegal. I mean, I'm pretty sure that breaks one of the, the the Ten Commandments. At least it does in my book. Next, consumer education. A company that educates consumers, protects consumers. We looked at the company's webpage through the consumer lens, searching for blogs, articles, safety guides, and any other valuable information regarding the correct use and safety of essential oils. Speaking of safety, we assessed each company's commitment toward ensuring the safety of consumers by looking through the information provided on their websites. Are the safety precautions easy to find? Does the company have a safety guide or video explaining the benefits and health risks of essential oils? Is the information clear, factual, and recent? And finally, sustainable sourcing. Sustainable sourcing reflects a company's responsibility to the environmental and ethical ramifications from the production of essential oils. We examined the company's sourcing and ethical practices, as well as any eco-friendly initiatives that they are involved in. So they're making some pretty good points here, which is that essential oils is... It's typifies this this problem, this issue that is so common in the, in any kind of natural health space uh, with supplements with herbs. What you run into is a lot of clinical trials, a lot of good science that's done on on an herb like say, rosemary, demonstrating things like enhanced cognition, uh, adaptogenic effects, that sort of thing. But then what you inevitably get is you get a ton of grifters. You get a bunch of people that are uh, business people that want to sell things on Amazon. And so what they do is they order the cheapest possible wholesale bulk supply from China, typically, And then it crosses uh, the ocean in a giant boat, and then they slap a label on it and put it up on Amazon, and Amazon being a a globalized, uh, infinitely scalable marketplace, you end up getting this race to the bottom in terms of quality. So you really have to be quite skeptical of what you might find on on Amazon, especially anything health supplements, natural health, all of that kind of stuff. You need to be super skeptical. And what you should do is ask any company selling something that you're going to be buying is ask them for their COAs. Ask them for some type of skeptoscopy that's been done that demonstrates that the product being sold is is actually pure, that the product being sold matches the advertising. And a lot of the vendors on Amazon do not do this because consumers just aren't sharp enough to ask for that. It's kind of unfortunate. So let's get back to the article. Further insight into our methodology When we first decided to write about essential oils, we didn't really know what we were getting into. As complex chemical substances, essential oils aren't your average product, but they are present in almost everything we purchase. From bath and body products to cosmetics and even sodas, essential oils are part of our daily lives. As we dug deeper into the subject of essential oils, researching their health benefits and risks, learning about aromatherapy practices, and talking to experts in the field, we discovered that the essential oil industry itself is plagued with misinformation and dangerous practices. That's when our focus shifted from comparing the best essential oils to finding the best way to educate consumers on two of the most important issues regarding the essential oils industry, safety and sourcing. Are essential oils safe and where do my essential oils come from became the two most important questions we needed to answer to help consumers understand the reality of this industry. What's more, we learned that quality reports and testing are key factors in determining a company's commitment to transparency and the well-being of the communities they serve. To that end, we decided to purchase three commonly used oils, lavender, peppermint, and tea tree, from 11 different providers and test them in office, as well as the independent labs of the Aromatic Plant Research Center in Utah. Consumer education was the last factor we deemed of the utmost importance when comparing essential oil companies. We checked whether each company provided resources to educate the general public about how and when to use the oils and if they had blogs or herbal education catalogs. We also combed through consumer reviews available on each company's website, as well as independent consumer review sites. If you are wondering why we didn't consider pricing as a factor, the fact of the matter is that we didn't find a correlation between the price tag and the quality of the oils during our testing process. That's interesting. That's a bit of a counterintuitive finding, I would say. In our experience, just because an essential oil is pricier doesn't mean it's of better quality. On the other hand, we urge consumers to watch out for oils that have an unusually low price, as this could mean they're diluted or adulterated. And that makes perfect sense in regards to natural health stuff and supplements you want to be real wary of cheap stuff you want to be real wary of things that are on discount you want to be real wary of a product that is obviously positioning itself to be the cheapest offering in a category back to the article quality and testing every bottle of essential oil is different Even if they're the same kind of oil from the same company, that's because no two plants are exactly the same. Even those that share a name or belong to the same species. There are many factors that affect the quality of essential oils. And quality in turn affects the therapeutic value of the oil and thus your overall satisfaction with it. That's why you want an essential oil that contains Only the extract of the plant it advertises. Everything in the environment, soil quality, altitude, rainfall, harvesting methods, etc. affects the characteristics and quality of an essential oil. And that's a quote from Linda Halcron. I don't know who she is. According to the American College of Healthcare Sciences... The quality of an essential oil may be compromised depending on the season, your climate location, as well as its extraction process and storage. Essential oils are sourced from all over the world. And as a consumer, you won't have access to the inner workings of the farmer supplier relationship, which makes finding high quality oils a bit Tricky. As you've probably seen or heard, many companies talk about the purity of their essential oils. But what exactly does that mean? Similar to quality standards, there is no official entity or authority that oversees or regulates essential oil purity. That means that even essential oils that are labeled as 100% pure might be adulterated and can be harmful to our health. Furthermore, there are no quality control standards for essential oils in the United States. So it's vital that companies provide online quality reports and perform at least two tests on their oils. Gas chromatography and mass spectrometry also known as the GCMS, will explain these two tests in greater detail later on. All the companies in our list provide online access to their GCMS reports. However, these results aren't easy to understand without a background in chemical science. To test our oil samples for purity, we decided to hire an independent lab to perform a GCMS test on them and help us interpret the results. Using a list that is most commonly used of essential oils by the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapy, we chose lavender, peppermint, and tea tree as our oils of choice. We ordered each one from our list of 11 companies, as well as 33 unmarked amber bottles and pipettes. And once they were in the office, reached out to the testing center in Utah to test them. The lab's incredible team of scientists conducted a GCMS test to spot any adulterations Okay, and they've got some photocopies of documentation. Five days later, the results were in and our jaws dropped as we learned that six out of the 11 lavender oils and four out of the 11 peppermint oils tested positive for adulterations tea tree did not result in any adulterations as the chemical compound of the oil makes it more challenging to detect them, said the testing center. Now that we had the results, our new challenge was finding the simplest way to explain them to consumers like you. And if you remember your high school years, there is nothing simple about chemistry. Our next step is to talk to the lab and interview the team of scientists that conducted the test to help us interpret them. It wasn't easy and it took several meetings, but the results are readily available in our helpful information section under testing. And that's going to be in this article, which I will link to. Besides sending the test to a third-party lab, we also performed organoleptic testing in the office which means we used our senses to evaluate the oils in this case we conducted a blind smell test and a patch test on volunteers from our content team the results varied but we gained firsthand experienced and gathered data for further analysis After going through the entire process of ordering and testing the oils and analyzing the results, it's safe to say that assessing the quality of an essential oil is not an easy task and requires effort as well as resources. Hiring an independent lab to test your essential oils before using them isn't something the average consumer could easily do or afford. We believe consumers shouldn't have to go through this ordeal to ensure their oils are what their providers say they are. The good thing is that we now know that's how the cookie crumbles in the essential oil industry. Our advice is not to trust everything you hear or read, especially on the label, but instead talk directly with the suppliers and ask as many questions as you need moving on to the consumer education section when it comes to essential oils it's important to make educated decisions that's why consumer education is our last factor but it's definitely not the least important in our experienced consumer education is synonymous with consumer protection apart from readily available quality reports, and test results. Consumer education should entail a company's commitment to transparency and safety. However, as we've seen with other factors, the essential oil industry is not as transparent as you would imagine. Consumers should be aware of what they are inhaling, putting on their skin, or ingesting. Although specialists recommend only using essential oils internally under the guidance of a knowledgeable health professional. From blog posts and articles to charts and videos, most of the companies on our list go out of their way to feature a wide variety of educational content. Some companies offer wellness tips while others have entire series on the safety of essential oils as well as recipes and platforms where consumers can interact with guest aromatherapists or essential oil practitioners. Hey, I should do a podcast interview with one of those people. Besides the information provided by the companies, we urge consumers to make use of the wonders of the internet and seek out free aromatherapy courses or essential oils classes. The Tisserand... Institute, which to me just kind of like, that sounds like an a, a institute of a scientific advancement that would maybe be on an uh, alien planet in a Star Trek episode. Anyways, anyways, the Tisserand Institute is an excellent resource f- for learning the basics of essential oils. And Essential Oil Safety, its founder Robert Tisserand, has been a leading expert in the field of essential oils and aromatherapy for over 40 years. The Institute's online courses include the Therapeutic Foundations of Essential Oils and the Complete Skin series. They also have mini-courses on how it all works. And they also link to and recommend the Alliance of International Aromatherapists. And this is a valuable resource dedicated to education, healthcare, blah, 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 blah. Another quotation from Linda What is the future of essential oils? In healthcare, I think the field is going to explode as more and more providers get factual information and the research expands. I sure hope so, Linda. Moving on to the safety section. An essential oil is first and foremost a chemical compound. Even though people associate oils with natural ingredients and think they might be safe for external use in all scenarios, the truth is that essential oils are derived from plant matter. And many plants contain organic compounds that can be toxic, irritating, or cause allergic reactions when applied to the skin. Like supplements, essential oils are not regulated by the FDA. Which means the companies that sell them don't need the approval from the FDA before marketing and selling them to consumers in the USA. Instead, the FDA considers essential oils as either cosmetics or drugs depending upon their intended use. Cosmetics or drugs? That is that is like cosmetics, uh, like what I what I wear before a Halloween, Halloween party, make my, my zombie getup really believable. The problem with this is that it creates a gray area where companies can use misleading terminology or different names for the same thing. Some companies, for example, can advertise their oils as being safe to ingest, while others advise against it, creating a safety risk for consumers with little knowledge on the subject. Our list of companies includes both groups. Why? Because our goal is to help you navigate the industry by sharing our knowledge and experience, whether positive or negative, we want you to see the whole picture, including the potential risks of improper essential oil usage, the false claims and deceptive business practices adopted by some industry leaders, and any reliable scientific evidence that points towards the health benefits of using essential oils. You might be inclined to purchase oils from the biggest names in the industry. Or maybe you prefer a local organic farm that sources and produces the oils themselves. In either case, it's crucial that you consider the safety precautions of each oil before purchasing it. Some companies dedicate entire web pages to the safe and effective use of essential oils, or publish safety guidelines that include dilution rates and children pet or diffusion safety tips, while others limit themselves to giving general warnings like possible skin sensitivity. Keep out of the reach of children. If you are pregnant, nursing, or under a doctor's care, consult your physician. Avoid contact with eyes, inner ears, and sensitive areas. Either way, we, we recommend that you go with a company that's transparent and clear about the safety of their oils as your well-being and that of your pets and family could depend on it. Hey, why did you say pets and family instead of family and pets? Are you, are, are you saying that because you know that people's pets are really a lot more important to them than their, than their families? Well, that's, that's something that I just object to. Okay, let's jump to helpful information about essential oils. It seems like essential oils are everywhere these days, but this isn't just a fad. As it turns out, aromatic essential oils have been used since the beginning of recorded history. Aromatic plants in the forms of oils and incense were elements of religious and therapeutic practices in in early cultures worldwide. The Egyptians were using aromatic plants to make ointments and herbal concoctions. And they were also doing something very strange with uh, alligator poop and vaginas. Go look it up, guys, if you dare. Guys and gals. Medicine, perfumes, and resins as far back as... 4500 BC, while in China, the first use of aromatic plants was recorded around 2697 BC. Wow, those Chinese were uh, very, very persnickety date keepers, weren't they? In 1653, the English herbalist, physician, and astrologist Nicholas Culpepper had written The Complete Herbal considered to be one of the most comprehensive resources on pharmaceutical and herbal knowledge. It is also worth mentioning that culpepper had a significant role in making medicine more accessible by translating medical books from Latin into English. Centuries later, essential oils continued to captivate a huge global audience. In the last few years, essential oils have become synonymous with healthy living, making it one of the fastest growing industries. According to MarketWatch, due to the increasing customer demand, it is anticipated that essential oil consumption will hit 350 kilotons by 2024. Oh, wow. Wow. Were they, uh, were they accounting into that estimate, the incoming asteroids? Are you guys thinking about that? Better be prepping, guys and gals. What does that mean? Do essential oils really do what they claim? What are their health benefits? Are they safe? And more importantly, is harvesting such a large number of plants sustainable in a changing planet? To help answer these and many other questions, our team spent over 600 hours of research and they did all the different things that were described. Let's move forward to the science behind essential oils. Quote, essential oils are concentrated chemical substances obtained through distillation or expression of plants or parts of plants, says Linda Halkron, PhD and associate Professor Emerita at the University of Minnesota. These substances may be found in roots, flowers, stems, leaves, or fruits of the plants that produce them, which not all of them do, called essential because they are the essence or extract of the plant's aroma. Essential oils are produced as part of the plant's immune system, in response to stress, disease, or to protect them against environmental threats. Interesting. So these are uh, an essential extract from plant immune systems. Uh, So you could probably categorize them as adaptogens. In nature, essential oils are responsible for attracting pollinators and facilitating the reproduction of vegetal species. However, at first glance, essential oils take on a simpler role in the human body, making us feel good. But there's more. Moving on to talk about the reported benefits of essential oils. The health benefits of essential oils are manifold, says Gerard Buschbauer, PhD, a professor of pharmaceutical chemistry at the university of vienna and the author of the handbook of essential oils science technology and applications a lot of medicinal properties are corroborated by cell culture studies in animal experiments and in human studies as well he adds The therapeutic use of essential oils is known as aromatherapy, defined as the art and science of using essential oils to relax, rebalance, and stimulate the body, mind, and spirit. Every oil has its distinct aroma and whether massaged into the skin, always diluted, or inhaled, the oil's natural constituents can affect everything from the skin to the muscles and organs. Applied topically, some essential oils may help with arthritis, emphysema, inflammation, eczema, or in the case of tea tree oil, it can be used as an antibacterial for small cuts or scrapes, as well as an antifungal. Massaging the area before application or using heat to improve circulation increases absorption through the skin. Also, by penetrating the skin, the compounds interact with blood and lymph vessels, connective tissue, uh, sebaceous glands, and hair follicles. A study about the absorbency of lavender oil found that its two main constituents remained in a single male test subject for 90 minutes following a lavender massage. The study also mentions that absorption patterns on humans have not been widely studied and that further research is needed. When inhaled, essential oils have been proven to activate the different parts of the brain that modulate mood, emotions, cognition, and behavior. Lavender, and the Latin name on that is Lavendula augustifolia, is famous for its calming, stress-relieving, easily sedating, anxious-relieving properties, said Dr. Buschbauer. While eucalyptus has been known to relieve coughs when inhaled, and peppermint reduces fatigue or nausea. In cancer patients, aromatherapy is used as supportive care for general well-being, and several clinical trials involving patients with cancer have been published. What's more, besides the physical, mental, and emotional benefits, diffusing essential oils can protect us from airborne bacteria. This approach has been so effective that many hospitals are now diffusing essential oils to protect patients and workers. Oh, that's that's fascinating. If I need to go to a hospital, I hope they're doing that. That's the case in Minnesota, where essential oils have found the way into healthcare with the growing acceptance and popularity of integrative nursing. We spoke to Linda Halcron, again, that lady, and she said, here in Minnesota, I think all the hospitals and most of the nursing homes in the Twin Cities area have an aromatherapy program. Usually, they are a part of nursing practice and are used for symptom management when a patient has pain, nausea, sleep disturbances, anxiety, symptoms of depression, and to promote relaxation and feelings of well-being. Those are the major ways that essential oils are used in hospitals here. They are also used to to an extent in the practice of medicine, and I think there is tremendous potential for expanded medical applications here, she added. A range of essential oils have been found to have antimicrobial activities as well as antiviral, antifungal, and antioxidant properties. That's why essential oils make great non-toxic green cleaning ingredients for DIY cleaning sprays, hand sanitizers, and insect repellents. That's very cool. That's something I've always wondered about. Every time I've ever had to like clean my bathroom, I've just smelled all those nasty toxins uh, that, are, that are in the cleaning supplies. And I've thought to myself, I want my bathroom to be clean, but dear God. What, 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 what the hell are all these toxins doing to me here? So uh, essential oils are, are an alternative for that. Additionally, some essential oils are a great addition to the kitchen. In many kitchens, essential oils are used to flavor dishes. For example, in the French kitchen, one often uses some drops of lavender essential oil. Or the Scottish kitchen nosed roast lamb in mint sauce. Ooh, lamb with mint sauce. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds delicious. Off to off to go to go to Scotland, where my uh, my my wife officially owns a little tiny piece of land. Uh, I I officially made her a lady in Scotland. This this uh, Scottish minty roast lamb. That sounds like a a good excuse to, to go visit. Okay, remember to verify the cautions and contraindications for the oil and dilute thoroughly with a carrier oil such as olive, almond, or coconut oil. Check out the U.S. Food and Administration generally recognized as safe list of oils that can be used in minimal amounts for cooking. And then we'll move on to look at the potential risks. Apart from the long list of studies on the virtues of essential oils, the lack of education and proper use can create serious health risks. After all, essential oils are highly concentrated plant substances. Quote, essential oils are natural plant products, therefore they possess beneficial as well as disadvantageous properties, a fact that belongs to nature. That's Dr. Butch Bauer. However, in most cases, it's a dose problem. He added, There remains the big question whether essential oils are safe to consume. And some companies still recommend some of their oils for ingestion. But the bottom line is that the misuse of essential oils can cause serious poisoning. Internal use or ingesting of essential oils pose the highest risk and should only be done under the supervision of someone specifically trained in the use of internal oils. Also, children under 6 years old and pregnant women should not ingest essential oils. It's important to ask yourself if oral ingestion is necessary before deciding to ingest an essential oil. Once you've come to a decision, you must consider Three things. Dose, concentration, and duration. Toxicity or poisoning is often the result of using a dose much higher than the therapeutic dose or recommended daily dose. According to the good doctor, the most common symptoms of toxicity are Indisposition by smelling the fragrance Stomachache or digestive problems Chemical burns of the mucous membranes, skin irritations, allergic reactions, but also severe intoxications with babies and children are known. The so-called Kretschmar reflex, when a strong smell causes the baby to stop breathing. Sudden child death. Ooh, that sounds scary, he adds. Okay, common and dangerous essential oil mistakes. The main problem continues to be regulation. Few oils have been tested as medications have, and each person can have varying reactions to essential oils, as they might have with other drugs or products. Then add to it the fact that no regulation means that it's hard to know the exact ingredients in an essential oil bottle. As we mentioned earlier, eucalyptus can be used for soothing effects when inhaled. But if swallowed, can cause seizures. Yikes. The same thing can happen with sage oil, which has caused seizures in children. Camphor is so dangerous when swallowed that seizures can begin within minutes. Not only that, camphor poisoning has occurred when applied topically to to children okay so i am going to link on over to this article and the article will it's rather long so it's probably something where you want to go over there and control f it go and control f and look up the things that you really want to that you really want to know And then you can also see which of the brands are legit and which of the brands were selling bunk, adulterated stuff. And that will help you, too. Oh, they have a cool little infographic to go with this. Oh, actually, this infographic tells us which of the uh, which of the brands were were bunk. For example doTERRA doTERRA was good uh ORACASIA was not so good artisan aromatics had a synthetic marker of linenol and linenol acetate were detected aromatics international uh had no adulteration that's good ameo had no adulteration that's good. Mountainroseherbs.com. I wonder if they're from Colorado. And uh, now, <laughs> the the supplement brand now very popular. Um, all of their both lavender and peppermint was adulterated. Plant Therapy had adulterated stuff. Rocky and Rocky Mountain oils looks like some of their stuff was adulterated. Also, go go and look look up this article. Uh, Go and look up the COAs before you purchase or use any essential oils so that you're making sure that you're not wasting your money and your time with something that is mediocre. And I am looking forward to doing a bit more research on this whole topic. I've got this cool Bitcoin emblem diffuser. Go check out a photo of it on the article link below wherever you're listening to this. And Be jealous, be very jealous, Bitcoin bros out there. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.